This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome back to Media Week Podcast. We're revisiting Australian crime stories. People with longer memories might remember we did a little podcast wrap on the first five episodes of the um, season four, which has been screening on nine and is also available to catch up on nine now. We were speaking with the executive producers, Jerry Coy and Brian Cockrell. We're also partners in the production company, The Full Box. So we've come back. There's uh, five more episodes we're going to chat about, and there'll be five separate uh, sort of short-form podcasts where we'll go behind the scenes. The first one is Attack on Police HQ, the famous uh, or infamous Russell Street bombing. Brian, were you living in Melbourne at the time? I was. Uh, At the time, uh, it seemed incomprehensible that someone would do something like that in Australia, I don't think we'd had that kind of level of of, of cold-hearted attack by by criminals on on the Victoria Police. Yeah, I think you called it at the start of the episode that, that um, Mark Burrows, I think, calls it your narrator the day that terrorism came to Australia. Yeah, well, it really was a terrorist act. They loaded up a bomb and drove it to the front of Russell Street Police Headquarters, and if they weren't so bad at actually building the bomb and had have actually got it underneath the building which they attempted to do it could have brought the whole building down it could have been as big as Oklahoma uh, it's extraordinary bit of luck um, and good fortune that these were pretty crappy if still terrible criminals that, that did this yeah. Um, might ask you, Jerry. I mean, this second series, I've, I've sort of powered through these in the last few days, the, the episode six through 10, were they impacted much by COVID restrictions? Yeah, we definitely were. Um, Pre COVID, around March, we'd uh, done, filmed most of the interviews, so 80%, 90% of the interviews, but we still had the pickups to do with Adam, his pieces to camera. That's Adam Shand. Um, Adam Shand, the host of the show, and he's Melbourne-based and we're Sydney-based. So we just organised crew in Melbourne to go out with Adam and shoot on location where he could. Um, So we were able to get out uh, down to Russell Street with all the appropriate permits and protocols in place. Um, And, yeah, so we definitely were impacted. It was just a whole lot more paperwork and a whole lot more remote working for Brian and I. And at different levels through the other episodes? Oh, absolutely. We're going to be chatting about today as well. Yeah, absolutely. So it was really from EP5 we were impacted by Mm, the... mm. But swings and roundabouts, some things worked out better for us. I mean, because we would be out on the streets with no one around, you wouldn't have your regulation stops for helicopters, angle grinders and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, sometimes the shooting went really quickly because there was no one around. But then against that was, you know, when you were trying to get shots of people going about their regular business, there was no one on the streets. It was um, really interesting times to, to put TV together. Now, that, that Russell Street headquarters is still there, but it's uh, been turned into apartments, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So such a famous location with, I think, for us over shooting true crime for over 10 years we so many stories refer back to that uh, amazing old building on russell street and the the stories from on the day were extraordinary as well we had 
um, Kelvin Glare, uh, former police commissioner, tell the story of one guy as the, when the bomb went off. He luckily stepped away from his chair because a shard of glass, you know, this is pre-putting together bomb-proof glass and everything, a shard of glass the size of, you know, like a giant sword went straight through the back of his chair. Um, and it was interesting too that when we were filming this, we so many of our talent from other different stories also had Russell Street stories. It was extraordinary. You'd sit down with someone and, and you know, they would be talking about a different episode and then you'd kind of say, well, we're also doing Russell Street. What do you remember of that? Oh, yeah, I was there on the day or I was just out of the office or it was, it, you know, it really it was... impacted so many people. We were really overwhelmed by the impact. You had um, one of your... Um Interviewees in in the episode is a Carl is it Donard Donardi Carl, Carl Donardi was a, yeah. a, a relatively new copper but he was on duty that day yeah well he was um, he was blown twenty feet across the street oh. um, extraordinary story and um, he also just an unbelievably positive person uh, that was the extraordinary thing he wanted to be back at work as soon as he could um, and. You know, and, and also just gave us the most amazing interview on uh, from from his story on the day, and also his response to the to the story that uh, Stan Taylor, the major bomber, um, you know, was gave the excuse that this was revenge for what had happened to him. Um, you know, being hung out windows at Russell Street, and and his connection with police, and Donadio just straight away just went straight for the juggler and said, well, Stan Taylor's just a soft cock. <laughs> it's one of the, the just the most brilliant Australian responses. Um, yeah, great story. And we also had Carl, we had archive of Carl at the time supporting, you know, so his interview to us, a recent interview was fabulous, but also the black and white vision of him in his wheelchair, mm. you know, in recovery from this terrible his injuries and also at the funeral mm. of... Also uh, good archive footage of a young Tracy Grimshaw reporting yes. from the scene yes. for, Absolutely. Uh, for Channel 9 News back in the day. I, I might have asked you this from one of the earlier podcasts, Jerry, but whose job is it to sit down and trawl through the archive? Was there some good people in at 9 who'll do it for you if you give them a list? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the senior archivist, I when I worked at Nine, she was my assistant in sales for a period of time. So, so you got a good relationship. Absolutely, there. yeah. So she's just wonderful and just. Who you know, is it? What's her name? Her, her name's Lisa Simmons. We okay. give her a credit in the in the closing credits of quite a few eps. Oh, um, nice. So yeah, I'll just brief her on periods of time and key search words, and she gets back to me with a whole list of wonderful archive for us to choose from so yeah nine this one particular this episode they had so much great archive for us to use um and really in most of the episodes that's where we go first we do our first search with nine sometimes we need to pick up some abc archive to support the stories further but mostly we can use the nine archive which is great now i've got a note written here from who is ray mooney Right, he's in this. I've got the yeah, right yeah, episode. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you have. Well, Ray looks quite a character. Ray's amazing. Well, Ray, um, uh, we've worked with him for over ten years. Um, Ray spent time in H Division in Pentridge as a very young man. Um, he served time for rape, but 
is a man who's turned his life around uh, extraordinarily, became involved in prison theatre, became a playwright himself. He's a writer and journalist. Um, he also has worked, you know, as, as a fitness expert for football clubs. He's quite quite an extraordinary character, Ray. Um, and also is always someone that we can, he can tell it like it is from giving the perspective from the other side of the fence. And I think that was very important in the Russell Street story that, that you know, he knew Stan Taylor very well and was able to give us the insight into Taylor's, you know, Taylor's excuse. Mm. Taylor's excuse, even though it's really quite unpalatable, but Ray was able to give us the unvarnished version of this is what Taylor thought, you know. As Ray said, I don't, you know, I don't believe this, but this is what Taylor thinks. And this is what a lot of crims thought as well, that this was, you know, that striking at the heart of Russell Street was a good thing. For, yeah, for I, I like you calling it unvarnished because he still speaks his mind, doesn't he? Even oh, though yeah. He's turned his life around, but he still at times sounds like a crim. Oh, and, yeah. And, um, and last year he had a great sit-down Barney with Adam. We were talking about, um, what was the episode? Um, oh, about Skull Murphy. Yeah. About Brian Murphy. And the interview started and it was just the two of them. <laughs> fighting for about 30 minutes before I could finally have to stand up from my producer's desk and go, can we actually get on to uh, moving on from this and just get a bit of... Did you use of any of that footage? Oh, yeah, we did. What episode's yeah. that in? That was in uh, um, the Murphy's, Murphy's Law. Law. From about Brian Murphy, Series 3. Series 3, three. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Because is that still on 9 now? It yeah, is. It is. Wow, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you get it straight up. You know, there's a fire in, in, um, in Ray Mooney's eyes from the moment he sits down. <laughs> but Adam did put to him, um, you know, tell me who you are and why you're here. And he said, well, I was in H Division for a period of time. And Adam said, for what? And he said, for rape. And Adam said, did you do it? And he said, yes, I did. So that's not how the Barney started because, you know, no. he was very often, uh, very honest with us. Mm. But for us, it's very important that we do have both sides of the stories, that we do have the... Criminals and the um, and the police yeah. talking to us and telling us their version of events. And yeah. in this episode, we sat down with Chris O'Connor as well, um, who was investigating. Who was investigating? The, One of the lead investigators. Yeah, yeah. And we got feedback from him after he saw the show the next morning, and he said, "Look, I really didn't think there were any other angles left to this story." However, I was wrong again. He said, "You fo- really focused on the human side rather than the forensic." which is a masterstroke um, and grossing and slick production. Well, you also had one comment about Ray Mooney he did. as well. Do you want me to? And that was a masterstroke <laughs> other than Mooney's unreasonable anti-police focus. Mm, okay, <laughs> so well, there that's you go. one of the interesting things is definitely Mooney's a real attraction from mm. Yeah. Mm. attack on Police HQ. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Jerry.